You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss power in perspective, mental health through a spiritual lens. You know what I noticed recently is that it's so easy for people to talk about their physical health. And thankfully, conversations about mental health are beginning to happen more regularly, yet we rarely talk about our spiritual health, which might be one of the most important health aspects to talk about. As a mental health therapist, I can tell you that all aspects of your health affect you. If you're struggling physically, that's going to affect your mental and spiritual health. If you're struggling with your mental health, that will affect your physical and spiritual health. That is one of the reasons as a therapist and a coach, I focus on all aspects of women when I work with them. If someone comes to me for help with their spiritual health, I'm always in check with their mental health and physical health as well. It really is one of my missions with my coaching business to help faithful women remove internal battles that keep them from connecting to God, themselves, and others. As a mental health therapist, I take the approach of looking at mental health through a spiritual lens. I use a modality called mind-body bridging. Mind also meaning spiritual. So the premise of the model is to look at how our minds, bodies, and spirits are working together and what is causing them to not work together. And today, I wanted to spend some time talking about how I have found this theory and mental health in general throughout the scriptures. When women come to me and find that I will address their mental health and also help them understand it through their lens of spirituality, they are often elated that they don't have to separate the two. And also, I back everything up that I teach with scriptures and teachings from the prophets. So this isn't just me making things up. So I'm going to walk you through how I see mental health in spirituality so that you can gain power in this perspective. I'm going to use a lot of quotes in scripture. So I created a handout that you can reference everything I talk about in this episode easily, and you don't have to feverishly take notes. Okay, so just click the link in my show notes and you can download it right now. Okay, the first place I want to start is talking about mindset and where I see that in the scriptures. Mindset just means where are you viewing things from? Something can look very different from one place and have a whole new view when you look at it from a different perspective. In the scriptures, this mindset is called the carnal mind or the natural man. So let's talk about what the natural man is so you can get a real good idea of what we're dealing with here. My guess is that you have a vague idea, but you don't, but you haven't dove in in real depth. My favorite place to start is the definition of the natural man in the guide to the scriptures. And it says, a person who chooses to be influenced by the passions, desires, appetites, and senses of the flesh, rather than by the promptings of the Holy Ghost. Such a person can comprehend physical things, but not spiritual things. All people are carnal or mortal because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Each person must be born again through the atonement of Jesus Christ to cease being a natural man. Okay, let's break that down. Now, the first thing I want to point out here is that being in the natural man state 
is a choice. Actually, the natural man is what gives us agency. In Alma 42, this gives us a really good explanation of how the natural man was created and what it gives us. Verse 7 says, And now you see that this uh, now now you see by this that our first parents were cut off both temporally and spiritually from the presence of the Lord. And thus we see they became subjects to follow after their own will. And verse 10 says, therefore, as they had become carnal, sensual, and devilish by nature, this probationary state became a state for them to prepare. It became a preparatory state. So when Adam and Eve partook of the fruit, it enacted the ability to follow our own will, and it changed our nature. Like the guide to the scripture says, also that they natural that the natural man creates passions, desires, appetites, and senses of the flesh. And here's the next thing I want to dive into. Rather than by the promptings of the Holy Spirit, such a person can comprehend physical things but not spiritual things. When we're in the natural man state, we cannot comprehend spiritual things. You've probably heard the scripture in Mosiah 3.19, for the natural man is an enemy to God. Well, enemy just means an adversity to God or an opposing force. With that opposing force, with or without that opposing force, that God placed inside of us and is part of the plan of salvation, we would not have a choice. We would only be presented with good. And there's no choice in that, right? So before you go writing off the natural man as something that's bad, it's actually part of the plan of salvation to help us. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. But one thing I want you to be aware of comes from Mosiah 16.5. It says, but remember that he that persists in his own carnal nature and goes on the ways um, in on <laughs> goes on in the ways of sin and rebellion against God remaineth in his fallen state, and the devil hath power over him. So if we stay in the natural man's state, we essentially have an open door to allow Satan in and have power over us. So it's not really a great place to stay for long because of the power of Satan, that ha- the power that Satan has over you, and the disconnect you have from God and their powers that they can provide you. Which brings us to the last point in the definition from the guide to the scriptures. It says each person must be born again through the atonement of Jesus Christ to cease being a natural man. So Mosiah 3.19 does a good job of explaining this. It says, for the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord. Now, if you go to um, the footnote G for putteth off, it takes you to Alma 19.6, which is a description of Alma experiencing putting off the natural man through the power of Christ and what that experience was like. It says, now this was what Ammon desired, for he knew that King Lamoni was under the power of God. He knew that the dark veil of unbelief was being cast away from his mind, and the light which did, did light up his mind, which was the light of the glory of God, 
which was a marvelous light of his goodness. Yea, the light had infused such joy in his soul, the cloud of darkness having been dispelled, and the light of everlasting life was lit up in his soul. Yea, he knew that this had overcome his natural frame, and he's carried away in God. Now, we don't have to die to experience this type of lifting from our minds. We can use the power of repentance and putteth off the natural man to access power the power of Christ's enabling power of the atonement. Repentance is just a turning back to God. It's using agency and choice to go back to the state of your true divine self, which is connected to God and can see things very differently. Think about what your perspective of life is like when you're in the natural man state. You probably experience a lot of deception, overwhelm, not measuring up, to perceive standards, silent suffering, despair, irrationality, and really a feeling of abandonment from God. Because remember, the job description of the natural man is to make you feel the exact opposite of what God would want you to feel. When you have painful or disappointing experiences in your life, the natural man inside of you will tempt you to build barricades around your heart and not return back to your true divine self. I believe these are your mental roadblocks that keep you from receiving revelation and feeling God in your life daily. As we go through life, our natural man oftentimes builds roadblocks between ourselves and heaven, creating feelings of anxiety, overwhelm, fear, guilt, inadequacy, lack of trust, insecurities. The key is to recognize what is happening with your thoughts and your mind and receive tools to return back to your true divine self, where you have access to God's will for you. The Savior's power to heal, forgive, and strengthen, and the Holy Ghost's ability to convey messages to you from the Savior. Elder Kapitschke said, challenges often indicate a need for additional tools and support and are not a character defect. We will experience stress and turmoil because we live in a fallen world with a fallen body. These all too often invisible challenges can affect anyone. And when we are facing them, they appear insurmountable. Regardless of our mental and emotional well-being, focusing on growth is healthier than obsessing over our shortcomings. Staying in the perspective of the natural man's state is what keeps you in the obsessing thoughts of your shortcomings. Repenting and returning to your true divine self is what shifts your perspective to growth. I love what he says about this not being a character defect. It's just what we experience from being in a fallen world with fallen bodies. We just need mental health tools to deal with them, right? Well, that is the exact reason I felt God pulling me to this work to teach women these mental health skills through a spiritual lens. This is exactly what I teach in my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program. And I'm going to be opening it up again in September. So, If you found anything today to be speaking to your soul and um, interesting to you or something that you feel like you might need in your life, be sure to jump on that wait list today so you don't miss out the next time I open up that program. Just click the link in my show notes. All right, I will see you next week. 
I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. If you liked today's episode, check out the show notes for links to other episodes you might like too. And while you're there in my show notes, look for the links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.